On Sky Sports Radio and Radio Tab, the Big Sports Breakfast Weekend. Another great grand final, didn't you know it again? Cowboys Broncos 2015 felt scores in this one. It gets an extra time. JT gets the field goal. What a game that was. Yeah, it was a funny game, wasn't it? Because we here in Sydney mm. sort of, I don't know, maybe boo pooed it a little bit, Ray, by saying no Sydney side. Oh, Will it be a bad atmosphere? No. Will the interest levels be there? Will the TV ratings be there? It turned out to be one of the great grand finals of all time. Well, our next guest would have absolutely loved it. Probably watching a replay this morning to get in the mood. John O'Shea's online. John, good morning. Morning, Ray. How are you, buddy? It wasn't one of the great days, wasn't it, with uh, the Cowboys getting up in 2015. Were you there, John? Oh, right. Please, please. <laughs> of course you were there. <laughs> <laughs> yes, mate. We were standing right behind Jonathan when he uh, hit the crossbar. Uh, you never seen oh. a, a family so disappointed when that happened, but then it's you know, a couple of minutes later, it turned to pure relation. Yeah, so no. uh, it's a great day. That's what grand finals can do. Well, we'll get to the grand final shortly, John. For your stable yesterday, it was a great day. Firstly, lost and running. From an Everest point of view, that Premier Stakes was just what everyone wanted to see. And from your point of view, he's humming lost and running. He's in really good form. Um, he, he's a really happy horse that's reflecting in his performances and um, it's just nice to have a little win yesterday, albeit he had a, a really hard run. Um, he, he, he's come through it well. He's actually just trotted up in front of us here now, and uh, he's pretty happy horse today. Do you have to do much between now and October 15 with him? Yeah, no, he's still on an upward spiral, Ray. You know, like, big, gross horse. Um, he'll have his customary gallop Tuesday out from the race, and, and this hopefully he makes a nice improvement, as he did first and second up. A second to third up, so um, we'll have to obviously improve to because we're taking on uh, you know better opposition again um, next week. So, but we think he has that bit of improvement in him, and if we could just get a little bit better ground too, you know, I think that that'll be also to his advantage. John, is Nature Strip beatable in the Everest? Um, well, I, I suppose he is in the sense that I think. You know, he's had. Yeah, I think he had two or three goes before he won it, uh, Dino. So that sort of tells you um, that he has some level of vulnerability. I think the biggest thing this year is there looks to be an abundance of speed in the race. You know, and I think you're going to have to draw the right part of the right track relevant to where that speed is. And so, for example, if Nature Strip drew down and drew down soft, and there was a lot of pressure from an outside draw, well. You know that that would provide it's a few issues for him, and but he's just a champion racehorse. And he's he looks remarkably well, having had the summer in Europe, and there's no doubting he's a deserving favourite. Yeah, no, it's going to be a fascinating contest. Lost and running though, right in the mix. Hey, John, a couple other runners yesterday. Physical graffiti in the two-year-old race. He went really well, and stroke of luck on the Dulcify. Will you press on with both? No, both are in the paddock. We think that. Um, Stroke of Luck can develop into a derby horse next season. Yep. He's had his three runs, seasoning runs this time in, and um, you know we'll just give him a nice break now and season him up for the derby next season. Um, Physical Graffiti did a good job, and he's a Magic Millions horse, so he'll go out for a short break and come back for the Wyong Magic Millions. Ah, oh, fair enough, yeah. I had something on Maximal yesterday. In the back of my mind, what you've always told me, on a dry track, he's a Group 1 horse. He showed that yesterday, and uh, there's a big race in him this spring. There is, Ray, and hopefully it's 
you know, one of the majors. Um, he, he, he was just a little rusty yesterday, obviously coming off that wet track here in Sydney, only second up. Mm. But, you know, he was very tenacious. Uh, that'll top him off going into the Caulfield Cup. He dropped significantly in weight. And then, uh, you know, I think his racing pattern is suited by Caulfield and will probably put the winkers back on him. So uh, if the ground remains dry down there, he's going to, you know, make his presence felt, I think. No, exactly. Do we see Zoo Tiger next week, John? Uh, yeah, all weather permitting, Ray. Unfortunately, mm. uh, the weather forecast isn't the best. Um, ideally, we wouldn't run him on a on a heavy uh, uh, nine or ten, yep. um, because we'd like to uh, get him ready for the uh, the feature race uh, over a mile in two weeks' time, uh, in three weeks' time from today. So, uh, we'd we'd, I'd, we'd like to run him again, but uh, you know, our main goal, of course, is the mile race in, in three weeks. Fair enough. Now that your Cowboys are out, nothing was said about that, I noted so far in this interview. Who do you think will win and why, John? Well, Bulldog, uh, I was a closet Parramatta fan until North Queensland ended the competition. Right. I used to love Ray Price, Mick Cronin, Mm. Zip Zip Man and Brett Kenny. uh, Legends. So I will uh, be cheering Parramatta and I'd I'd suggest that probably the market, albeit Penrith, the deserved favourites, there has been bugger all between both sides over a long period of time, even to go back to the Bloomington semi-final last year. And I think we're in for one hell of a game. They're too far apart, aren't they, John? Dollar thirty-seven head-to-head, three fifteen um, para. That, that, that's too far apart. Well, considering the Parramatta have beaten them twice out of the three times they've played this year, yeah. it would have, you know, I, I get why they're dominant favourites, but I, I don't know if the market, if there should be that discrepancy in the market. You're heading out to the game. No, Ray, um, we've got a very, very big, uh, you know, next month. So we'll uh, we'll just uh, position ourselves on the lounge uh, with a few of the kids and uh, we'll just hone in for what should be a great game of footy. And looking forward to watching Jimmy Barnes. Too, to yeah, no, he's going to be fantastic. No. Hey, look, John, thanks so much. Congratulations on the stable yesterday. Oh, a quick update on Benno, John. I apologise. Yeah, I know you had the little mishap last week. Didn't set the week off on a... Good note, but it's ended well for you. What's the latest with Benno? Uh, he's in Melbourne in preparation for the Might and Power next Saturday into the Caulfield Cup. Fantastic. Um, yeah. Mate, it's not that big a deal. He's, mm. he's going to have a good prep going into Caulfield. And to be fair, getting him back on top of the ground be a really good thing for him. Exactly. Well, best of luck with Benno. Best of luck with the rest of the stable this spring and, and enjoy the grand final tonight. Always a pleasure, boys, and uh, love listening to your show. It's, it's fantastic on a Sunday morning.